I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Lineals Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm and Seth. It's the voice that makes you moist, Marcus. And moist we are. <laughs> and moist we shall yep. be. Especially for this brand new year, 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. Yep. Everything's better. Everything's better. COVID's <laughs> gone already. Isn't it funny that, that was kind of the sentiment online? Like, people were legitimately like, oh, it's the new year. 2020 is finally over. This this pandemic year is over, and they were just out in the streets partying as if <laughs> no, as if the <laughs> virus had just been cured by the linear direction of time. No, it'll take a lot longer than the end of a presidency, a presidency to end a freaking pandemic, yeah, which might not end. We got some, we've got some frontline troopers who are doing their best to preserve the Trump presidency. And why? It's, well, first of it's all, been so shitty. Not for not for them, Marcus. Well, it has been shitty for them too, but they think it's not shitty. But they don't think it's been exactly right. There's actually been some interesting stuff. So, a couple of days ago, Trump called the Secretary of State of Georgia to have a conversation about the elections here, and mm. basically just openly said on the call, which was recorded and later released, uh, that he should just make up votes. He can should make up votes to wait to make Trump win. And I like how. It was- Specific wow. the number was. <laughs> was that yeah, it was a really like seven hundred and forty votes, please. And that was pretty crazy because it's like if you think about it, that's like the worst thing a president has ever done in terms of like domestic. I mean, because he just said it right, just openly. Like Watergate is nothing compared to this, but we're, we don't care about it because he's he's going out of the way, right? That's the thing about. What Trump has done as president that it, it's almost it's basically torn apart what we believe a president and a politician should be because he will just straight up say the stuff that you're not supposed to say the stuff that most people will be like no they don't politicians don't actually do that you're crazy you're a conspiracy theorist but in reality they do. Mm-hmm. And then he just says it anyway like the whole thing with the Axios interview when he was like you know Jeffrey Epstein someone killed him I mean he's, he died. <laughs> Like, that happened. I'm not gonna... He never said suicide or anything. He was just like, obviously somebody killed him. We're not gonna... Yeah. Lie. But every other politician has to be like, oh no, he killed himself or something crazy happened. But he just says it. And that's what he's doing now. He's just like, he's like, what do I have to do to win? Just make up votes. That's what I want. Just, I'll just say it, I guess. Yeah. It's so weird. It's honestly wild. But the craziest part of the interview, or an interview that got called to me is... Uh, at about 59 minutes in, uh, Trump rips a meaty fart so loud the phone picks it up. <laughs> and it's honestly impressive. 
I don't think Biden's ass can manage that kind of volume, God, to be honest. I, I fucking missed that. I, I didn't know I had such moist yeah. competition. Jesus. <laughs> you think about it, though. You think our, 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 our current president and our incoming president, and it's like Biden has a pretty bony ass, if you think about it. Whereas Trump pretty, has a nice, thick dumper. Bone yeah, dry, we, man. We have yeah. seen it in action. Yeah. <laughs> and so when they fart, you know that Biden's comes out. It's like a little whistle. Yeah. That's it, and then but Trump has these nice big rippers that just like yeah. you love Trump. to hear them. It's me. Trump more like dump. Am I right? <laughs> Making him clap back there. Oh God, I don't, don't want to think about it. And I can't really picture Obama as farting uh, because he would probably think I was against decorum, so he would just suck it back in his ass. Mm, yeah. Uh, oh, looks like I farted. <laughs> well, you know, Michelle, get the pants. But you know, I could definitely see W just lifting up one leg, farting, laughing, little chuckle. Yeah, <laughs> with it, everyone around, doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Doesn't care. But uh, is is he our last funny president? Was was W our last? Funny oh no, president? Trump was funny as hell. Trump Trump was slamming yeah. the heart like all the time. Yeah, that's true. Let's that be was, honest here. It's like the <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Seth. It's like the the Dave Chappelle thing where he was like, I'm a professional comedian, and when Donald Trump called COVID the Kung Flu, I was like, damn it, you racist, hilarious bastard. How did I not come up with this? I mean, let's be honest here. George W. Bush was a far worse president than Trump. I don't know most to hear it, but it's true. He killed way more people and did a lot more evil to the world. And Trump was funny. He was bad. But he was actually pretty terrible. Yeah, so awful. But yeah, we got something out of it, I guess. And we got we got six hundred dollars out of it, yeah. boys. <laughs> January first, like five a.m., I got that deposit. Lucky. I had spent it within ten minutes of getting it. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it towards my student loans. I put it on bills. Bill, oh, yeah, same. Mm. But yeah, it's so funny how Bernie Sanders was threatening to to uh, uh, basically not vote on the uh, the veto uh, the veto override basically for the defense bill, and then forty one Democrats joined with the Republicans to say no and, and yep. overcame him. So great job! It really tells you who they who they care about. Yeah, Bernie Sanders is the great uniter, but sadly, it's in the opposite direction of what you would want. Yeah. He's good at uniting everyone for something terrible when he says something good. Yeah. So that was a that was a real shit deal. I would have, I would have appreciated two thousand dollars. Pretty good. Right. Well, a lot. Yeah. But while while we're um doing our New Year takedown of twenty twenty one, the maybe the saddest news. I guess, I can't say the saddest news. Some of the saddest news of twenty twenty one came out on the very last or twenty twenty came out on the very last day. Which was that beloved MC, greatest, maybe the greatest lyricist of all time in the history of hip hop music, MF Doom, died. And people that don't know who MF Doom is, he's, like I said, in my opinion, maybe the, as, as far as rhyme scheme goes, he's number one. Um, and he was a guy who always hit his face. He didn't think that, you know, appearances should have to do with music and that the music should speak for itself. And did that pretty well. And in honor, of MF Doom, I wanted to, throughout the podcast, for over over this podcast, I wanted to read some of my favorite lyrics of his. Ooh, nice. um, so I'm going to start with one right now. Okay. So, and this is, in case you're wondering for some context, this is basically MF Doom kind of um, tearing apart 
um, like newer rappers from the early 2000s who were um, who were very you know trying to be tough guys and would always like take their shirts off for music videos and stuff. That was kind of the thing he was going for. So he said, "What up to all rappers? Shut up! And while you're shutting up, keep a shirt on, at least a button up. Yuck! Is they rhymers or are they stripping males? Out of work jerks since they shut down Chippendales." Shipping nails, doom tipping scales, let alone the pre-orders that's counted off shipping sales. This one goes out to all my people skipping bail, dripping jail, whipping tail, and skipping ale. <laughs> so, I just wanted to drop that in there real quick. He had a very, I got a couple more. A very complex rhyme scheme going on in all his shit. He did. And basically the whole the whole thing behind his persona is he wore the, the doom mask, like, you know... Uh, Doctor Doom, basically, mm-hmm. and he wanted to, and, it, and he had several several albums where he was like he was literally a supervillain, and what he wanted to, his superpower is his ability to rhyme. So what he was doing was even if, sometimes even if his lyrics didn't make sense, he would still put string something together that sounded so good and had like a whole line would rhyme with a whole another line each syllable, and he was doing it to be like that's how that's him using his superpower to beat down superheroes and civilians. Like that's what he used to to win over the world. And he, he does it really well. Uh, I've got a couple more. I'll pimp them out throughout the, throughout the podcast to kind of kind of give people some exposure. And if you've never heard of the guy and you want to check out his music, it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on all that. Um, he's he's incredible. It's not the easiest music to get into. It will take you time to kind of get into his, his rhymes and kind of understand all the stuff he's talking about. But he's incredible. And he actually died October 31st of last year. Yeah. And his, he, he told his family to wait months before telling anyone. So they still they, they actually still ran his social media accounts as if he was alive all that time. Wow. And then they dropped it because that was, I guess that was his final super villain move was to uh, fate, to cheat death for a little bit. So, yeah, sad, sad news and uh, really, really sucks. Really, really terrible way to end a pretty overall pretty bad year for the world. I have a, a competing uh, thing here for you, Seth. Okay. Just for a while, this is weird. This happened back on December uh, 25th, so before we even knew the MF Doom so was So Christmas dead. Day. Right, yeah. Before we even yeah. knew the MF Doom was dead, right, they, for some reason, there was a thing going around Twitter where people were trying to, like, I guess mildly make fun of MF Doom, like, of his of, of the way he rapped and all that kind of stuff, because it, mm-hmm. it was a thing. And so there's a great picture I have here of uh, it's Doctor Doom wearing an African hat, and it says, uh, "Point of view, you've just angered an MF Doom fan." And the the rhyme I have here is preposterous. You just smell like fucking phosphorus. Take a hike, Jack. Your brain smells like mild blacks. Shooby boop, booby poop, soup coop, do sleuth, Doritos, Cheetos, Fritos. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, legendary, hell yeah. Uh, I will say this though MF Doom I found him out through uh, Adult Swim actually Adult Swim huge shout out to Adult Swim for exposing his music to a lot of people who may have never found it yeah and I listened to it I used to listen to shit I was literally doing that all before the lo-fi beats to study to thing happened now listen to MF Doom and like do work you know like like write or fucking uh, uh, work on RPG stuff and uh, yeah I mean dude dude Mm -hmm. ruled me he was great I mean, one of the one of the best. Yeah, and he is a massive body of work. So if you want to get into it, there's plenty of places to jump in. Definitely. So yeah, rest in peace, Doom, and all caps when you spell his name. Did do we know? We don't know what it was from yet, do we? I don't know. I I haven't heard anything about it, so I guess not. Maybe he just 
pretty private person, so I guess it might, it might not even come out. He's pretty young, too. What? He was like 49? He's 49, yeah. Jeez. Sucks. Yep. Indeed. I think it's just impressive that they kept that information to themselves for that amount of time. Yeah, I, I mean, it comes. It just comes with him being so private his whole life. Like he was, like, he just he really kept his personal life out of out of his music for so long that I guess people didn't keep up with that kind of stuff. Because I know the president couldn't keep a secret that long. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Daft Punk guy's been dead for ten years. Yeah, they just made all that music a while ago. Yeah, been put, they they have another guy with another helmet <laughs> out there just <laughs> pressing the button. I mean, I mean, what are those buttons? Yeah, it's... how can we? How can any of us verify those buttons are doing anything? We nah, they don't do anything. I guarantee it. They spend thousands of dollars on those on those boards. They don't do anything. They tell you that in the instruction manual. Listen, guys, come in close. We all know this thing doesn't do anything. Hit that button right there. What did it do? Nothing. Cause you just spent all that money on on nothing. It's okay. They don't care about that. But uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that was that sucked pretty bad. Uh, yeah, it's weird how everybody considers twenty twenty to have been the problem. Like somehow that the year was the issue. And I'm like, if yeah. y'all didn't like twenty twenty. Wait till you see what horror 2021 has in store for you. Because right. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It is always funny how... I mean, I, I think celebrating New Year is fine. But I always think it's funny that we, we feel like we can just blame all the stuff that happened on the year that it was. Or the, the new year. Just because, just because time has progressed is going to somehow be better. Like, the, the the universe, whatever cosmically is above us, does not know what year it is. We made up what year... Christians made up what year it is. That's and we all have just listened to them for for all time, for all we know. Mm. So that it doesn't affect anything. It's just sure twenty twenty was bad, and maybe by some miracle, a year will be good. Yeah, uh, sometime in the future. I don't think it's gonna be twenty twenty one, but don't don't pin your beliefs on a year. We we could not have years. You know, <laughs> like they they don't mean anything. Um, as far as, you know, that stuff goes. So, yeah, I, I do think it's very funny that people are just like, finally, 2020 is over. We can go outside again. And I'm like, that's not really how that works. Nope. Not at all. And it'll be the same thing, too, on January 20th when Trump uh, leaves, I guess, and Biden becomes president. They'll be like, oh, thank God the bastard man is dead. It's all good. Yes. The world is better. <laughs> bastard man light. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Ba- really, bas- just Bastard Man 2. Just Bastard Man yeah. 2 showed up. Bastard Man 2. Bastardier. <laughs> yeah. Bastard to a different group of people, essentially. And some yeah. of the same groups of people as well. Actually, I saw today where uh, they are preparing for the possibility that Trump might not leave the White House. He might refuse to leave. That's hilarious. What if they just like give him his own little room in the White House? They just let him live there forever, <laughs> even though he's not president. <laughs> Apparently the plan is that Biden will govern from the Blair house until Trump leaves. And they're going to make him leave by cutting off the water and power utility to the white house. Like why why are they pussyfooting around this shit? Kick his ass out. (laughs) Like they have no problem evicting like people who've been struggling all year. Kick that fucker out. Shit. Here's the thing though. Most people get evicted don't have a lifetime security detail from the government that, can, that apparently cannot be revoked in any way. Bullshit. And so they're afraid that if they try and make him leave by force, you'll end up with the secret service shooting at the secret service. And then that would probably be like the real signal that America is done. Right. That's actually like, hilarious. I'd love to see that actually. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it's plus it's a secret service. I'm sure each secret service has double agents. Oh, so yeah. then the double agents have to reveal themselves <laughs> in a very dramatic turn. It's like everyone's, it's everyone in the White House shoots each other. Yeah. It's like uh, that scene in, uh, in Kingsman. Everyone in the White House just gets fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So it's a weird thing where we might end up... I don't think it'll happen because other, the other theory is that Trump's going to get on a plane and leave January 19th and fly to a different country where he can't be extradited because once he's longer president, he, his like immunity will end. And so people are like, oh man, all his crimes are going to catch up to him. And I'm like, guys, they are never going to prosecute Trump for his crimes because we don't do that in this country. We cannot prosecute an ex-president for crimes because that would imply the president is no longer like above us essentially you know mm. yeah and it's, it's all it's just like i mean, remember how oh remember how when trump became president we were going to be immediately convicting hillary clinton of all of her crimes yeah and i don't i must have missed that that update that turned out to be a, a whole bunch of shit which I, dude if he, if he arrested yeah. clinton i would have been very happy i, I would applaud that effort yes put hillary clinton in jail i, I would love to see that day uh yeah. just for our country um, and he's just going on a pardoning spree now. Yeah, uh, that is apparently making the apparently making the UN very unhappy. Yeah, he pardoned a lot of guys who massacred civilian. They were Blackwater workers who who massacred civilians in Afghanistan. Uh, I mean, literally, just lined up and shot them. And yeah, yeah. That's just that's just and evil. Some people are claiming that it could violate like international law in the UN, and that could stir up some. Some issues. Who gives a shit about the United Nations? Right. What are they going to hey. do? Hey, UN, sanction me. Sanction me with your army. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You ain't got an army. Exactly. Okay. Come here and do something about it. If the UN had any power... We got Japan sending over PlayStations. <laughs> <laughs> if the UN had any power, George W. Bush would be taken before the Hague and tried for war crimes already. They're not going to do anything. Almost all of our presidents. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Every they didn't one. do anything when Trump walked in there like he owned the place. I mean, he was a fucking idiot the whole time, but still nothing. Like, what the shit? Yeah, it seems like there's been, there's been a trend with this old presidency where Trump will do something that obviously is stupid and terrible and no one should ever do. And then we all go on the internet and make fun of him for it. But then he still gets to do all the stuff he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, yeah, sure, we made some jokes, but is he losing? <laughs> like... It seems like he's winning on all these deals, so it's, I don't know, it's a weird balance. Yeah, it's, and now, like you said, Seth, we have some bona fide patriots ready to do the needful, so how about this? Yeah, there are some people, and I didn't realize, I mean, I know there's going to be some protests in Washington, whatever, because that's what we've come to, is every time a new president gets elected, there's protests from one side or the other, whatever. Um, But yeah, there are people who are... (laughs) They are taking this so seriously. They're telling their wives, telling their husbands, telling their children, I'm not coming home. I am going to be in Washington, D.C. until we have rest- until you guys can be free, which means Trump is president. Because the second Joe Biden, once again, the funny thing about all of this, the funny thing is that the person they don't want to be president is Joe Biden, which is just, like Marcus said, just Trump with a little water added in. It's not anything special. Like I, And it makes me so curious as to what it would have looked like if Bernie Sanders would have won. Do you, can you imagine what people would be doing to an, a president who would actually want to cause any kind of change? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Losing their shit. 
<laughs> over I don't know, man. I think if if it had been Bernie, I feel like this wouldn't have happened because Bernie had support from a lot of a lot of Republicans and maybe not these guys, but soft Republicans especially. Yeah. Which, once again, soft Republicans, which even Joe Biden has some support yeah. from. Different kinds of soft, but yes. Yeah. The the people we're talking about who were talking about leaving their families to fight a war in D.C. Yeah. I don't think they'd be very happy with Bernie Sanders. You know, they'd be saying the same thing. They were, they were going to say it no matter what. They were prepared for that. I, I, I'm saying that. I understand that. But, like, at least with Bernie Sanders, like, if I'm that person... I could see where they're coming from. I could be like, okay, yeah, Bernie is uh, an actual change. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were you, you could see what Yeah, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, if I if I was yeah. So what I'm saying is like, obviously, I obviously I would think that a Bernie presidency would be a positive change, but they would probably see it as a huge negative. So I'd understand where they're coming from. But what do they have against a Joe Biden presidency? Well, they don't see a difference between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. They say That's that Joe true. Biden is a baby-eating communist who wants to destroy America the same as Bernie Sanders would like to. It's just like, that's yeah. the propaganda. Because all you see is them trying to tie, like, Biden to AOC and Bernie and the scare... And you see Chuck Schumer being tied to AOC nowadays. It's like, he hates her. He does not like her or agree with her. And it's just... It's just how their brains work, yeah. you know? I mean, they probably just got all that literature that I've been receiving that is, Biden's a far-left radical who's best friends with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and I'm like... And, it, and guess what? It must work. Because... It doesn't work on me because I'm not an idiot, but it must work on some people. Dude, on time.is right now, I'm looking at an ad that says vote for fucking Leffler and Purdue because they'll hand the Senate to radical liberals like Bernie Sanders and AOC God. And, and Biden okay. as well. God. All right. I'm so glad we brought this up Uh-oh. because I got some more political text messages to share with you guys right here. About the Georgia runoff. Because I used to live in Georgia. I don't anymore. But they still think I am. So they they tell me to vote for things. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of these. This one is the one that when it first popped up. Because you, know, you get a little preview of what a text message says before you read it. Mm-hmm. This is the one that surprised me. Because it start, the first words are just 30 minutes. Period. Uh-oh. 30, 30 minutes. Full stop. Two Line breaks. Seth, is 30 minutes on Tuesday worth ensuring our rights are protected? Democrats will have the power to restrict our Second Amendment rights if they win on Tuesday. Vote and protect our right to bear arms. Which isn't a thing! No one, no Democrat in Georgia is trying to restrict the Second Amendment. No truth. Not at all. So, th- so yeah, this long, I'll show it to you guys, this long-ass text message oh, is about nothing. <laughs> The same without without any text in between. A, like an hour later, I get one that says, "Hi Seth, I hate that they have my name, but they're like, hi Seth, I'm uh, Lashandra with Hunter Nation Action. Liberal Senate candidates John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock want to rip away our gun rights. John Ossoff promised to ban the sale of semi-automatic rifles, and Raphael Warnock thinks that the freedom to carry a gun is dumb." Don't let them win. Will you vote against John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock on January 5th? Wow. I literally they watched an interview from? with John Ossoff back on December like 20th or something where he specifically said he does not want to do anything with guns. He is not interested in any kind of gun legislation at all. Yeah. Like, I love it in this text. At first, they have, like, like 
with John Ossoff, they present what could be an actual policy. Like, if you're an idiot and don't read up, mm-hmm. oh, he wants to ban the sale of semiotic rifles. With Raphael Warnock, it's like, he thinks the freedom to carry a gun is dumb. <laughs> like, he dropped some kind of diss track on guns or something. Yeah. Like, this, what? What? How would I even look this up? <laughs> Raphael Warnock, gun, dumb. Yeah. Wait. And then I would look up Raphael dumb. Warnock, gun, dumb. Oh, and then it would be a big robot Raphael <laughs> Warnock. <laughs> By the way, I still have never seen a picture of Raphael Warnock. I don't even know what the guy looks like. I've seen John Ossoff really? before. So I've God, you're in for a surprise. Yeah. He is not in his hurdle, as you would expect. And then, guys, I actually am a bit of a celebrity now, because I got a text straight from Donald Trump Jr. Oh, oh, shit. It says, Seth, this is Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It says, Seth, this is Donald Trump Jr. checking in on your voting plan. The Democrats are coming for your guns, and they're not even trying to hide it. What? <laughs> for, for those who can't see it, because we record this audio format, if you look behind Seth, he has uh, at least eight guns on his wall right now. <laughs> and the Democrats want to take all of them. Well, luckily I'm in North Carolina, and these Democrats aren't coming for me. Okay, that's yes. Raphael Warnock. Marcus is holding a picture plenty from a, a of flyer. Mail. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm honestly I sure you do. I went to the mailbox this morning and all littered across the floor is just things like this. She's like, oh yeah, Raphael Warnock, vote for him. I gotta say this. I don't know anything about him, but Raphael Warnock is actually a pretty dope name. Right. I, I gotta be really honest. And he used to be pretty fucking dope, dude. He would say sh- he would say that whole goddamn America like routine that 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 uh, Reverend uh, Wright would say. Like he was a cool dude. But running for yeah. running for gov for office now, all of a sudden he has to go back and say I was wrong. Israel was great, and I'll suck all those guys off, and yeah. uh, all this bullshit, recanting all those statements. And I, that sucks. He was way more radical when he was a preacher. Speaking, I would vote for that, Raphael is, Warnock. Yeah, I guess this is loosely related to Israel. But speaking of Israel, Uh-oh. I didn't even realize this was a big issue. This is something you messaged me about privately, uh-huh. and then the, the morning I woke up, apparently it was the biggest deal on the internet. But Bean Dad, Bean Dad, Bean Dad, Marcus, you know I what Bean do Dad? I not know about Bean Dad. <laughs> I'm going to let Smith explain. I think he was the closest to the scenario. I'm going to let him explain to us what Bean Dad is and why it was so important. All right. So for one whole day, I avoided learning anything about Bean Dad. I kept seeing a period of my timeline on Twitter. I scrolled past and I'm like, I don't care about Bean Dad. I'm done. I don't. Also, I don't care about the woman who thinks if you date short women, you're a pedophile. I'm done with this. I, I don't. I don't care about this, these these concepts. Wow, that's a big one. But then, so someone actually said Bean Dad's name to me, and it was his name is John Roderick, and that name exploded in my head. I was like, that's the guy who does the theme song to one of the biggest podcasts in the country, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and they yeah. thank him on every fucking episode of that show. So I was like, okay, what's the controversy? Because people people are saying like some funny shit about Bean Dad, and then I read it. And what it is, is that this guy did a 50-tweet-long chain about how his 9-year-old daughter asked him to make her some food. And he told her that he was too busy with his jigsaw puzzle, and so she should uh, open up a can of baked beans and cook them. And she said that she didn't know how to open up, be- open up a can of beans without a, with, with a can opener. And he thought, that, and apparently because he thinks to himself as an apocalypse dad, that you should know how to use a can opener. So, it can be a very good or very bad thing. <laughs> now, Marcus, in Europe, and Seth... In y'all's opinion, if you had a child, or really just say anybody asked you to help them with something, would you show them how to do the thing and then let them do it themselves? Or would you sit there like an obstinate little asshole and make them figure it out on their own for six straight hours? Which would you do? Are are we talking about 
purely a nine-year-old. A purely a nine-year-old who wants to eat food. I mean, there are easier ways. Like, you can get bread, cheese, Ritz crackers. Okay. Well, I think the answer we all, <laughs> we all would agree on here is that you should use it as a teaching moment and maybe do it for them and guide them right. along. At least one journey. good time. <laughs> That's yeah. what he Although kept, I will say, go ahead. Well, he kept saying, teach it. This is a teachable moment. It's a teachable moment. And I'm like, you're not teaching her anything except that you're an asshole. <laughs> because the kid spent yeah. six hours already hungry, complaining that her brain was getting fuzzy and stuff. Yeah, that's hunger. That will do that to you. Trying to figure out, open the can. And she finally did it. And he was like, oh, I'm so proud of her and all this stuff. And people were like, dude, that's fucked up. Like, you're basically, it's like, it's bordering on child abuse. Your daughter is hungry. Just show her how to do it. Why are you doing this? Why are you being an asshole? Why'd you tweet about it? Why'd you tell us? Because yeah, so if he helped he her, she turned into a dirty liberal, apparently. <laughs> He's very liberal, actually, it turns out. Yeah, John Roderick is a, a dirty liberal. Well, he he went on, tried to laugh it off, tell everybody they were crazy for thinking this, and kept on going this time. So people started doing some things that are pretty fun to do on Twitter whenever somebody becomes the main character for the day, which is when they do something stupid, is you just you just take their hashtag, their, their handle, and you search for that with things like Jew. Uh, or the N-word, just to see what you find. And this dude had some shit in his history where he was calling, like, Jews mud people. He was saying the N-word. He was, like, talking about all kinds of, like... I, he, he said to, to a comedian that, I'll rape you the next time I see you. Not the fun kind of rape, either. Like, the real kind of rape. And He, he said all that? He said <laughs> yeah. not the fun kind? Yeah, he oh, said okay. not the fun kind of rape. <laughs> That's what he said. Wow. And, he, and and so this spun out into the whole internet sort of dragging this dude's tweets out. And it was some insane shit. And so from there, he uh, <laughs> got kicked off of that, that podcast, not using his, his music anymore. And he deleted his Twitter account. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen with this dude. Also, his his he does a podcast with, do you guys know Ken Jennings, the guy from Jeopardy? Yes. Yes, my lord and savior. Who is Ken defending Jennings. him on the internet right now. Yeah, I saw that. I was so disappointed in Ken Jennings. I'm like, no, you don't have to do this. I'm like, they were trying to make Ken Jennings the next host of Jeopardy after Alex Trebek. Kiss it goodbye <laughs> if you keep doing this. Yeah, that's how I was like, protect, protect that Jeopardy gig because we need you, Ken. We need you. So it's just been crazy to see. And there have been so many memes already made about, about being dad in all the different ways that can be applied. But... It was honestly just a moment where I was like, you could have saved, listen, you could have just saved yourself an entire bunch of trouble, but it's opening the can of beans, man. Yeah. Wow. And then, and, and then he found out that his way of opening beans is wrong. <laughs> he opened beans? With a boomerang? Well, I found out actually that I was doing it wrong too. The way you're supposed to open a can, apparently, is not to put the, the can opener on top of the can and go down and, and cut the top of the can. Just to cut that that rim part at the top from the side, because the can opener fits down into the side of it or in the, in, in the middle of it, and you cut it from the in, from the outside essentially, and that means you just pull the top off, and there's no sharp edge to cut yourself on. Yeah, but then you don't have that fun little sharp edge. Right. You can cut <laughs> the fun dangerous part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 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 fun death machine. What, what? Why would you? Why would you deprive yourself of that? Oh man, you got a point there, Seth. Yeah, it's insane. Wow. But yeah, um, you you messaged me about this. You were like, oh yeah, you know the guy who does that theme song? And I was like, you told me about it, and I was like, oh, that sounds weird. I wake up this morning, and Bean Dad is like number one on Twitter. And I'm like, I I, I didn't even connect the two things, because I didn't realize there would be some short shorthand moniker for this. And then I, I, did, yeah, I did some more Bean Dad 
research enough. I don't know. Apparently, the guy hosts like fucking five podcasts or something. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's actually on BBC today. They had it on the on, on the goddamn BBC. Bean Dad was a big story. <laughs> wow. I'm just Bean like, Dad. God damn, y'all. <laughs> How? Like, imagine fucking up so badly that you brag about on the internet and you get owned into oblivion. Like, delete your Twitter account. <laughs> I was actually browsing his Twitter as he deleted it. So I was there. I, wow. I witnessed the moment. I was in the Chinese restaurant here trying to get some fucking food. And I was just scrolling through his Twitter account and there it, where it went. You Boom. know what? We're all going to remember where we were on BBW's <laughs> <this account. laughs> It's like the new 9-11. It is. <laughs> oh, um, oh, speaking, by the way, of people, uh, people fucking up, Maybe, I don't know if this is really a fuck-up yeah. that'll, that'll get big, but uh, today, uh, Kamala Harris did an interview where she talked about her one of her earliest memories. And so, I'm going to read to you guys... It was warm, dark, and wet. <laughs> <laughs> I was trapped in an uh, inflatable pool. Um, <laughs> no, this is going to be an interesting little uh, tidbit tib- for you here. This is, okay, this is one of her earliest memories about, about uh, civil rights uh, and the struggle for it. And it says right here, quote, I will never forget when a, a moment in Birmingham when a white policeman accosted a little neg- Oh, wait, sorry, sorry, never mind, hold on. This is the wrong tweet. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Let's go back. Whose tweet was that? <laughs> we're going to read that one second. Hold okay. on. Okay. It says right here, this is her quote. Uh, in, in her wide-ranging interview with the magazine, Harris, the child of immigrants from India and Jamaica, remembered the first civil rights march she attended in a stroller from which she fell getting separated from her family. My mother tells a story about how I'm fussing, Harris told Ashley C. Ford for Elle magazine. And she's like, baby, what do you want? What do you need? And I just looked at her and I said, freedom. That's so, that's so hey, stupid. Sounds true. <laughs> that's a r slash that happened. <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Well, it turns out that this sounded familiar to some people on the internet. So we went looking. And listen to this interview uh, with Martin Luther King Jr. done by Alex Haley for Playboy in 1965. I'll never forget a moment in Birmingham when a white policeman accosted a little Negro girl, seven or eight years old, who was walking in a demonstration with her mother. What do you want? The policeman asked her gruffly, and the little girl looked him straight in the eye and answered it. Feed him. She couldn't even pronounce it, but she knew it. It was beautiful. Many times when I've been in sorely trying situations, the memory of that little of that little one has come to my mind and has buoyed me. So she stole her story from MLK. <sighs> okay, so she wasn't the girl in his story. The years are I mean, not obviously. Line up. She, obviously <laughs> she couldn't be. There's no way she could be. No, and it's insane that she. That's that, that's a pretty that's a Trump move. That's a Trump move yeah. right there. That's like if you that's like if you stole your lyrics from the Beatles. It's like they're gonna somebody is gonna find this out, okay? Yeah, it's she thinks she's in that movie about the Beatles disappearing, basically, except it's MLK, I yeah. think. Um, oh, that's a movie. Oh god. Wait, wasn't that wait, y'all didn't see that when y'all were kids? Oh, I saw that. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Mark, because you see that movie, they made a movie about the kids go back in time and, and talk to MLK and then they were like, Oh, let's just save his life. Let's bring him back to the future I with us. I do remember and then that MLK's movie. like, oh no, I, he, he says, and then MLK says, no, I want to die and just leave. <laughs> He's like, but if I don't go, if I don't go out there on this, on this, this porch and die, then what will happen? The, the future could be worse. You could go back and it could all be racism could still exist. And I'm like, oh God, what if that oh, happened? Yeah. Oh man. Whoa. Um, yeah, no, I remember distinctly watching that 
every Martin Luther King Day, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, for about four years, when I was in elementary school, we would always watch it in the gym on one of those TV carts that had the TV, like, strapped down as if people oh, are constantly trying to Lord. steal TVs. <laughs> and we watched, and I, I mean, back then, I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool animated movie. And now I look back, I look back on that, and the only thing I remember about it, the only thing I remember is that last scene where they're talking to him, and he's, and he's like, about to walk out to whatever, wherever he's about, where he's about to die, and he's like, nah, this is what I want. It just leaves. I'm, I, I still think we, that. How did someone make that? Can we rephrase this back out to where he was going to get murdered? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not where he was going like, to die in peace or something. <laughs> no, it's like, no, he, no. literally, he opens the door, and he walks out, and his silhouette disappears into the light, and you hear the gunshot. And you're like, what the fuck? Because you, I, I hate to say it, y'all. No, I hate to say it. I, lo- I love to say this. If you were in a situation and you were actually doing this in okay, I hope I can time. Like, dude, don't go out there. You're going to die. He'd be like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm not going out there and dying. Yeah, uh, well, yeah obviously. The FBI is right out there. I see them. <laughs> yeah. They're wearing badges that say FBI on them. They're not very conspicuous. It's like, it's like trying to make MLK into Jesus. And it's like, I guess you could consider that a noble thing, but also nobody, Jesus didn't really exist and neither does this perception of MLK. Like no one's going to martyr themselves. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You could have probably uh, done more good alive. Think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to find, I'm sure that's somewhere on YouTube. I want to find that and watch it again and see just how insane god. it is. Marcus, how did you miss this, dude? It was all over our school. I mean, no, I, I, I saw the movie. See it. Oh, okay. I just don't remember it as vividly as you guys do. Yeah. Burned in my brain, dude. Uh, a minute ago we talked about uh lyrics. So in uh, that spirit, I'm gonna I'm gonna read another set. The, the two second of my third set of lyrics from MF Doom. Um this one goes Is he still a fly guy clapping if nobody ain't hear it? And can they testify from inner spirit? In living the true gods, giving y'all nothing but the lick like two broads. Got more lyrics than the church got ooh lords, and he holds the mic and your attention like two swords. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, just in, insane stuff. Funny, he did punchlines, like really, really funny and and just really punchy uh, punchlines uh, that are just delivered so, so well. So, yeah. Again, another, rhymes within rhymes. Like, it's incredible how much attention detail there is in this stuff. Yeah, but it's and he even well. used people have been bringing this lyric up. There's I can't I can't pronounce it either, so it doesn't matter. There is this. There's like this volcano in Iceland named like Shibidaba Dibida Floor or something. Makes sense. And he actually used that in a line and had a whole other bar rhyme with that word syllable by syllable because he's just because he's just insane that way and it has the weirdest name ever. So, That's yeah. really impressive. Uh, very, very. Yeah, he clearly impressive. got his powers in the solstice, or extra powers. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, he 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 got a uh, solstice a long time ago, I think. Yeah. Marcus, you still haven't revealed what your powers Listen, are. Listen, man, I, I think I have a stand, and yeah, it's, yeah, I think I have a stand. It's a little weak, so it's it's in the back. Just Marcus, Seth has no idea what you're talking about. Oh, did only I understand this. No, JoJo's bizarre adventure. Well, yeah. Oh, never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> um, we talked about this podcast before, Seth. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. Sorry. Uh, Sadness. I wanted to point out real quick another fun thing that happened on Twitter today. 
more on the Bean Dad saga, actually. Bean Dad. Other people are now getting themselves owned over Bean Dad, which oh. is great. How? There's this lady on Twitter who's been owned several times, but her name is Julia, I don't know, Ioffe? It's I-O-F-F-E. How do you say that? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> she says, <laughs> seriously, though, I wish you would have all gotten as worked up about the Tamir Rice case getting closed as you did about some white girl who didn't get her beans the second she asked for them. And so, first of all, fuck the thing to say. Because more than yeah. two things seem bad at a time. We understand this. Yeah, there's not a competition for what's bad and how bad. Well, then someone, uh, again, searched her Twitter for mentions of Tamir Rice. That's her only tweet about Tamir Rice. Wow. Real advocate there. Also, this is the same woman who went on a date with Richard Spencer and was like, it was great. We should get along more with people we don't, just, we don't agree with. She went on a date with Richard Spencer? Yeah. Who is this lady? Why? Why is this a th- is this a new thing where Twitter just combines two terrible people on a date? She gets paid more than you and I and me, Marcus ever will. <laughs> like the right? Yeah, shit like I'm this. sure. That's how. That's how there's some, there's some people on the internet like that where you're just like, what? What value does this person provide? I'm not saying I provide a, a amount of value. I'm just saying they provide much less than I do, but they are multi-millionaires. Right. So, I don't know. Why does Matt I... Iglesias, the guy who wants to make a billion Americans live in a $2.3 million townhouse in New York City, like, what the fuck did he do? He's the Vox guy, yeah. right? Oh, mm. god damn. I hate that dude so much. Always with some fucking bullshit tweet or take on some whatever the fuck's happening. Oh, man. Uh, what else is happening? Talk about Trump farting. That was a big news. We, we, we talk about Trump fart and Bean Dad, which I feel like there's a tweet there. There's I feel absolutely. like you can somehow work Bean Dad and Trump fart into one thing, and I probably should have done this, you know, 24 hours ago when they were relevant. Yeah, but there's something there. there I gotta say. Um, and then we talked about Doom. We talked about uh, yeah, we've done pretty good. Someone did mention, by the way, that in a recent storyline of Marvel Comics, uh, Doctor Doom did kill a fake Doctor Doom. And so someone's response was, Marvel's cold as hell. <laughs> yeah. Marvel was tired of, tired of him biting their, uh, biting their imagery. Too much of an IRL tie-in right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bad. I always wondered what the copyright stuff is like for that. Because he, like, he almost straight up ripped some of their stuff for his, his album covers. So I've always wondered how they, how they dealt with that. Fair use, I think. Right, Marcus? I mean, I feel like... Well, it's not fair use if you're making money off of it. Yeah. That's the big issue, but it's not. But yeah. it's not like Doctor Victor Doom. It's MF Doom. Well, he does have an album named Victor oh, Von Doom. Okay, that <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> parody. Ah, yeah, parody. Yeah, parody. Yeah, yeah parody. MF Doom and Weird Al Yankovic are in the same <laughs> musical category. I mean, I feel like I would claim it. Marvel's not losing anything to this, so they probably don't bother. Well, I mean, yeah, but now there are the record companies that are going after Twitch streamers for playing their song. Right. <laughs> It's a stupid world, man. Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. So I don't know how they, <clears throat> I got around that. Yeah, copyright and DMCA, DMCA are also stupid. It really, really makes it makes things less fun. And in fact, tying it together, MF Doom, um, a very famous producer named Kenny Beats, who has a, a popular YouTube channel. He does like a show there and makes beats and stuff. He was doing a tribute to MF Doom by playing some of his records, but and had the producers of those records on the stream talking about the stuff. And Twitch took it down live wow. because he was because he broke DMCA. Wow. Um, 
which was so so fucking stupid. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Oh, one more little mean dad. Uh, we, mean we dad. We can go ahead and guarantee you on this podcast that I got the person who created our theme song will never be convicted or found out to be anti-Semitic or uh, any of that shit. Because yeah, Ben's cool. Because yeah, Ben's cool. And, and we'll uh, share his beans very quickly with you. He would feed his daughter for sure. Yeah, if by some chance, if by some random happenstance he happened to have a daughter right now, he'd feed her beans. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Ben doesn't eat beans. So this would never be, actually, this would never be a problem. Ben doesn't eat beans. Oh, doesn't eat beans? Why not? I don't know. Ben, ben is one of those, I, I've got, I got to roast him real quick, our theme song guy. Ben is one of those guys who could go to, like, the fanciest restaurant in the world, and he would ask them to make him a plain cheeseburger with just ketchup. Hmm. That that's just that's Ben knows what he likes and he has never never gone out of that little spectrum of things he likes as far as food goes. All right. So Ben, if you're listening, I love you to death, <laughs> and you know this is true. I'm over here eating fucking pheasant buttholes, and he's over here eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> exactly. I live on the goddamn highlight. Love. Uh, I love a good pheasant butthole, and you just lick your fingers like. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta have that 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 pheasant uh, butthole. Oh yeah, no. I got rings on my fingers for some reason. It's tons of rings. No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, just well, I'm not using my fingers, but I am licking them anyways. Who knows why? Mm. I have, my yeah. fingers have not touched the pheasant buttholes. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna that. use a fork and knife. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Are pheasant buttholes sold by the pound? Well, they probably have some kind of fancy riffy way of eating them, where you like take this like long golden toothpick and just spear them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you like you get your place, you get your place setting. You see a fork and knife, and you see this a random tool that you you know what it is, and you're like, "What's that for?" They're like, oh, that's just for the pheasant butthole. If you use it on anything else, you will actually be murdered in front of everyone. That is a sport that we do. Yep. Definitely. If anyone ever makes any mistakes, we kill them on sight. I do think that if you go to a rich person restaurant and you fuck up, they kill you or like publicly shame you in some way that you'll never forget like like you if you fuck up or you use the wrong fork to eat your salad everyone in the restaurant looks at you at the same time and it's like oh shit <laughs> yeah when i was in high school i was in um 4h which i'm not sure how popular how people outside of the southeast even know about 4h it's basically just a little club in high school there's nothing what do the h stand just for pe- heart hands health and horniness <laughs> horniness <laughs> Head. Head. So the horniness. Heart, health, hands, and head. Yeah, exactly. So those are the four H's. And it's just like, a, it's supposed to be like an agriculture club, but basically you just do little projects and have fun. Whatever. So when if you win your district competition, you go to the state competition. And there, there's like a fancy dinner. So you have to go to an etiquette class before you go to this so you can learn how to use everything. And I found out the cheat code. If you just do whatever the fuck you want, no one says anything. <laughs> So I just used one fork and one knife for the whole meal. God, you probably used a salad fork for everything, didn't you? Bastard. Um, no, isn't is it the salad fork? Is that the one that's like smaller no, than no. the rest? The so salad I didn't fork use that is one. enormous. I use, yeah, I use that one for everything. I like a big fork. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Yep. Now, so if I remember correctly, your competition was the horseshoe toss, correct? Nope. No, 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 no. Was it? Was Hags- it? Actually, my... my, my <laughs> My competition was computers, actually. Oh, really? I thought it was largest pig butt. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I did. It was largest pheasant butt. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I did. What is the what is the computers category in 4-H look like? You just 
you just do a project about anything about a computer. I did mine about like how to build them, like how they're constructed. Oh. And that was what I that was what I won with. Well, first so, you go on PCPartbicker.com just... and then you fire up New Age. Yeah. yeah, I didn't give them all the secrets. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was something. So yeah. Any anything that has to do with etiquette, like eating, dress, how you talk to people completely useless yeah mm-hmm. no i do not give a shit how you eat your food unless you unless you would eat like a really insane way like if you like turn your plate upside down and put your food on it i might get a little offended um if you put your face directly into the soup i'm you gonna burn yeah. yourself man calm down but i don't i don't really don't care how you dress there's like almost no way you can dress that i'll ever care about and talk to people however you feel like if if, if you talk to people and you're an asshole they'll just you're an asshole they won't talk yeah. to you you know or they'll be a bigger asshole to you so mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. Etiquette, all that stuff is complete. We, we made it up, and it serves no purpose. It doesn't help anyone. It serves no purpose. Nope. So, yeah. It absolutely doesn't, man. This is why I refuse to wear, uh, like, fancy clothes. Fuck you. I wear a sweatpants. What is a, what is a tie? What, what does it do? It's, it's a it's a, what, what it's a wireless noose, sir, okay? okay. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> exactly. health hazard is what it is. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Many movies. Yeah, there's that, there's that t- joke from The Office where the Dwight is like, "These long sleeves are cutting off the circulation." Yeah, don't make somebody wear long sleeves if they don't want to. Wear whatever the hell you want. Right. Come on, man. Don't be a dick about it. It's uh, yeah. I don't understand the whole. Like, I'm not. I've had to wear a suit. I had to wear a suit for your wedding, actually, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I did it for you because I care about you. I yeah. bet you look good doing it yeah. too. I did not. No? Uh, it looked very bad, actually. Uh, it looked fine. Come on, Marcus. If you get married mm-hmm. by some crazy happenstance, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I might wear okay. a suit for you. I don't, hey, so. I don't think it will be that crazy. I think it's pretty crazy. I'll definitely wear a suit. Marcus. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. Uh, you know Marcus, what? if you marry a three-dimensional woman, uh, then yeah, it's all over. Fuck, why don't you ruin it then? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And just to to get my hat higher up in the the best man category, I definitely think you're going to get married to a three dimensional woman. Thank you, Seth. So <laughs> new best man, Jesus. Yes. yes, fuck stop. And your old best man was also not me. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody else. Yeah, it was JoJo. Obviously. <laughs> well, you got to separate two D best man and three D best man. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I do have a, a body pillow of JoJo, so. Does that count as 3D? Do you really? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. It's on the way. It's, in, it's, it's the still slipping. <laughs> the male's being But that body pillow would be bigger than your bed, I believe. Because that's a big-ass man. Yeah, it's pretty close. I don't know, yeah, if, it's, pretty... I don't know if it's to scale, is it? Because if so, it's going to be very wide. Because he is, the muscles are insane. He really is. Goddamn. Not that I've heard of the show right, or anything. Right. <laughs> um, but actually, speaking... We, we, we like to talk about video games sometimes on this podcast. Speaking of stuff that's in the mail, Marcus here is jumping into the the virtual world pretty soon, right? Yeah. You're going to get a virtual reality yeah, headset. Man. What are your plans? What's the first, besides all the anime porn, what's the first <laughs> thing you're going to do with the headset? Uh, the first thing I plan to do is play some Half-Life Alex because that okay. looks That's probably awesome. the best answer you can give. Yeah, um, I'm definitely trying that to get to be uh, the... super hot. And a zombie game in there okay. too. So, okay. So you're you're you are picking out the, the what I from what I've heard is the quality VR I'm, stuff. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. 
Alex and Super Hot are definitely things I've heard, I've heard good things. Super Hot is a game I need to play. I have not played it yet. I've had it downloaded on my computer for like years. It's so good. And I've never played it. Simplistic, fun, and they still got some some storyline in there. So, yeah. I feel like nice. we now need Seth to go back and specify that his three-dimensional life must exist in the physical realm and not in a VR program. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now that we've brought this up, that's true. You can't marry... What's your name? Hitsu Makane? Hatsume Miko. That's it. Hatsume Miko. Miku. Marry her. Oh, now, and she's Miku, old news now. Sir. Dude, me and you are so far behind. There's so many um, so many of these VTubers oh, and, so many. and, and f- fake anime personalities now. Actually, there's like... The VTubers, I've noticed, people post those a lot. And I do, I do find some of them funny, but like, I don't know... It's one of those ways I don't know why I find this funny. Maybe it's the absurdity. There's some of them... Some of them are funny, like Code Miko, who I know yes. that Mar- Marcus uh, kind of recommended. She's to me. hilarious. <laughs> Just because she, I don't know, like she must be like a, a application developer or something, because her she's the most advanced stream I've ever seen in my life. Like she can just make she can just make anything pop out. Like it'll, she'll be having a conversation with someone and they'll talk about some boss from Dark Souls, and then she'll the 3D version of that boss will like be on the screen the somehow. I'm like, how did you have this ready? <laughs> How did you have this ready somehow? And like that—that that was a more set up thing. But still, she just has like all those random shit happen. I don't know how she has all these scenarios just planned out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it, there's some production quality there that is very impressive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, on one of her streams, she was talking about how she's uh, a 3D animator, so she can actually probably just well, make that, that shit herself. That makes sense because I cannot imagine having like not doing it yourself and having to have someone on the line all the time to do that for you. I can't even imagine how you do green screen or how you make certain things appear behind you dude what do you mean you don't know how to do that like i don't know how you would cut out the specific thing you want to appear and move it around the screen Smith, that's I ha- magic time. why didn't you ask like i have this green screen like right over here marcus i don't want to ask yeah, I, i'm just saying oh, I just well, no, tell you? what i'm saying <laughs> okay well, well what i'm saying is it's not I, I use a green screen on my stream i just put it up behind me there's a thing called a chroma key uh-huh. where you select a color and then it just deletes that color. Okay, but then how so do then, you get the thing that you want to appear back there onto the green screen? I just put that behind my camera. There's layers, like you know, like Photoshop or something. Uh-huh. How there's layers yeah. to an image. The layer under my camera, I put the image, uh-huh. and then the green screen is the green screen is cut out. Right. So then whatever is whatever is not green, me is in front, and whatever is the layer under mm-hmm. gets shown. I'm not talking about the game. So that's the it. game I understand. It goes onto the green screen. Right. Sure. That's that's yeah. understandable. But I'm talking about when you add other stuff in, like little animations that are playing, and how you get like little other things. You can move them around the screen, like yeah. little pictures and whatnot. Yeah, yeah you just like let's, like one thing I'm doing on my stream now is I actually have I made a MF Doom mask PNG. The sometimes I put on and it's like on my face, mm-hmm. which I, I find really fun. I just got an MF Doom mask, imported it into OBS, which is the program you use, and then. I put it right there on top. And that's all. I just drag it around, put it wherever I want, and then it's there. It's magic. To me. It's just like it's like <laughs> Microsoft Paint. I mean, that's just mysticism. Like even even I made some gifts and like <laughs> I, I'm trying to get back to streaming, so I made one stupid one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Competition for you, Seth. Damn it. Just just a tiny bit. But now, nah, well, yeah, we'll, we can tell you more about that later, Smith. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll gifts do this. and shit. <clears throat> also, Marcus uh, has gotten me into becoming an anime watching degenerate. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh, 
because I'm gonna go ahead and take a snooze for a minute. Wake me up. Because <laughs> yesterday, Sunday, uh, Year of Our Lord 2021, I watched an entire 24 episode anime series in one day. I just watched the whole goddamn thing. By the what? What series? I was told this? him to watch this probably two years ago, yeah, but he years finally ago fucking watched it. It's called uh, uh, Parasite uh, with a Y. Uh, there instead of the eye. Oh, so it's not the incredible movie. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, it's it's a show that I Marcus is to watch it, and I I didn't for a very long time. Uh, it's kind of like a body horror type thing in a lot of aspects. But once you've seen one human head turn into a knife tentacle, you've kind of seen them all, and that's kind of most of the show. So <laughs> the horror aspect kind of loses its 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 uh, power very quickly. Uh, but I thought it'd be one thing. And then in the middle, it, it started to shock me. And then in the end, it kind of turned back into what I didn't want it to be. But it was fine overall. Like, I thought the show was going to be more of a darker take on the power fantasy type thing. And then it kind of veered back into more familiar territory. Uh, but it was gripping. So I watched every episode in one day. Uh, yeah. Just kept hitting next episode wow. on Netflix. Degenerate. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Welcome, to, welcome to the club. Good to know. Just sat there and drank water and watched that show all goddamn day with with no break. Ooh, uh, marathon, man. 30 at night. Well, how's my day? Uh, I recommend I know it. that. Actually, I'm going to be a degenerate pretty soon because One Punch Man Season 2 is going to be on Hulu. It already so is, I'll isn't probably it? watch that. I saw it on, on Hulu. I, no, I think the dubbed version is going to be on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Soon, which actually doesn't matter. I'll probably watch the subs anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll probably watch that and I'll be a degenerate for a bit. All dubs for me, man. The only thing like, I actually, I like subs mostly because I don't I don't mind subtitles I think they're you know, fine, but for me dubs are better if you're watching like something you're gonna watch throughout your day because you can eat and watch. I, one thing I realized when I was trying to watch I think I was watching Sword Art Online I was watching it subbed and I was like I can't eat when I watch this show for multiple Listen, reasons yeah. but I can't eat because I can't read Listen, the subtitles. Guys, I, I know this is hard, but even if you can't like read it and eat at the same time, you can still pause it. You know, go back no, a little for bit. every bite of my food. Finish, that would be insane. And what I mean, like a burger, my first. hands are all greasy. I can't pause, eat, just, pause, just finish eat. your food first, and then boom, resume. Like, come on, man. I no, I refuse. Subs. I will be entertained while I eat, Marcus. Ah, subs are so good. I, I agree, subs are great. However, I do think the dubs have gotten pretty good. They've, yeah. they've gotten I think way there's better. A lot of pretty good yes, dubs now. I will give them yeah. that. Because I did. I'm not kidding. I said turning into a generator. I also watched another anime series, not all in one day. Oh no. Uh, called Co- what is this? This is on, on HBO called Covenary of the Iron Fortress, yeah. which someone described it to me as like revolutionary. What is it? A re- Industrial Revolution Japan with train zombies. And so I was like, what are train zombies? And I was not disappointed. It was very good, but it was all subs, right? So it was annoying how I couldn't, you know, look at my phone or eat while I was watching the show because I had to continually be looking at the screen to see what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Or I'd lose the plot. I hate that it requires me to use my attention, <laughs> you know? That's what I hate the most about subs. I actually have to look at it. Well, no, I mean, I like it in something that I'm going to actually... Fo- like, Parasite, the, the movie, yeah, no problem with subs on that. I would never... In fact, you know what? I would never watch a live-action dub of anything. I'm sorry. No, li- live-action is too much. Like, it's There's so much, like, dissonance between what is... Like, all I, all I do then is look at their lips and realize they're not <laughs> saying the thing that I, they're saying. So it's just really hard. Animated is like a little bit easier to kind of get past. Because we used to watch all those Godzilla movies when we were kids, and they were all dubbed. And <laughs> yeah, it was. But then ridiculous. again, those movies are not about dialogue <laughs> <That's true. laughs> in any way. 
But you'd be, a guy would be saying something and he'd be talking for like an extra 15 seconds after his words finished. And you'd be like, what is going on right and now? Now Marcus is doing <laughs> yeah. it in his video screen. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, I recommend Parasite. It was all right. It was a pretty good time overall. I look, recommend look good. Bong Joon-ho's Parasite as well. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever wanted to see a guy talk to his hand for 24 episodes <laughs> and his hand imply wants to suck his dick, that's pretty good. Listen, man. Okay. Now you're going to sell me <laughs> on this show. Uh, Marcus, what have you been, been playing anything or watching anything? You know? um, just, you know, giving more money to my favorite gotcha game, oh, Genshin God. Impact. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm hooked and I can't, I can't get away. Well, at least you at least you're you're honest. Do you have Dillick yet? No. <laughs> but I have Jean. I still have that over you. Nobody nobody appreciates Jean, but she's great. I also have Clee. She's pretty okay. Clee. I've heard she's pretty so so actually. <laughs> God, get out of here. You know nothing of Jean. I was just thinking of Jean Grey. Oh, okay. Well yeah. No, she's pretty cool. Nah, garbage. Wait, what? Jean Grey is garbage. Oh, shit. Wow. Words. The gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> so just hey, hey, don't say that. We know what Marvel does to people if you oh, mess shit. with them. Yeah, yeah. Right. they kill you. So, so just Genshin Impact and nothing else, really. Um, I'm, I'm waiting on Disco Elysium. Okay. I still haven't Smart. started Hades yet. Oh, man. Yeah, you gotta play Hades. Dude, Hades rules. Yeah, man. Hades is too good. Oh, man. People were making so many memes about Hades and Bean, Bean Dad. They were like, this is perfect. <laughs> wow. That is kind of perfect. She, you make your your child go through hell. Yep. Um, the little reward. Just man. to be there on the other side. Um, Dude, yeah. Hades is great. You should definitely play it uh, as soon as you get a yeah. chance to because it, it's so good. And it has anime girls in it, technically. So technically, there's something for you in there. That's true. All right. Marcus hits download. <laughs> <laughs> Starts playing it during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you tell me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess other than that, I haven't done much. I rewatched the Indiana Jones movies over the break. Those were pretty fun still. Nice. All four of them? Nice. I did not watch Crystal Skull. Mm. Uh, I'll have to watch it again at some point, but I didn't watch it in my original assessment. Uh, ripped to uh, old um, almost a Patrick Stewart. (laughs) That'd be a wild movie. Sean Connery is what I meant to say. Sean Connery, got it, got it, got it. I would also like to see Patrick Stewart play uh, Harrison Ford's father. I thought you were about to say I would like to see Patrick Stewart (laughs) (laughs) die. Nobody. He's had enough. Nobody wants it. He's had it made in the shade for decades. That right. <laughs> He's had it made in the shade for decades. I've got it. Seth, it's time. Put on the mask. Speaking of that, speaking of that, I'll hit you with the final oh, yeah. MF Doom lyric. One of my absolute favorites by him. It's basically what he's referencing in this 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 bar is um people like popular rappers who are just buying their lyrics from ghostwriters. This is what he said. He said, you write a rhyme like a book report and sell it to a rookie who could, who, sorry, write a rhyme like a book report and you sell it to a rookie you could tell by the hook he bought. You ain't know he sell hooks and choruses. They couldn't bang the slang if they looked in thesauruses. <laughs> Damn. Get him. 
and that's just that's just cold as ice and hot as hell at the same time i don't even know how to explain yeah. it it's incredible i urge you if you're listening check out mf doom if you have time he's he's a really fantastic artist now, so if we, and he has a hundred different names, by the way. So you might not just find all his music under MF New. Yeah. Now, Seth, we were we went to the same school, but about seven years apart. So we had different experiences. Yep. Marcus and school Seth, of hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah. School of the streets, some hard Georgia dirt streets. Mm. Um, yeah. Question to both of you guys: Was there a guy in your school who also walked around with a rhyming dictionary, trying to write his own raps constantly? No. Mm. Really, I remember you. I remember unicycle guy and air guitar guy, but I don't remember. No, no, I'm talking about in high school, not college. Oh, in high school, yeah. No, definitely not. Nobody in my high school was creative in any way. (laughs) (laughs) I talked to so many people who knew a guy like that, or or kept seeing that guy like walking around with a rhyming thesaurus or dictionary, just trying to make good rhymes. Mm. I mean, yeah, and never, ever, never, ever, ever, apparently, actually rapped or said one out loud, but he was always writing shit down. Yeah. Mm. He was, uh, he, w- he, maybe he would do it if he ever cracked it. But he was, I never did. Sorry. I, I never figured it out. I tried my He's best. He's still working on it to this day. Because <laughs> I would see this kid walking around with a dictionary in his hand. And I was like, that's not the regular dictionary though. So one day he set it down. I kind of like looked over there and saw that it was the rhyming dictionary. And I was like, that's a real thing that exists. Weird. Also, shouldn't the rhyming dictionary have a rhyming name? Ugh. That would be great. I don't know what you'd call it, but. No, I can't do this. We probably, we'll we probably don't long. have time for this. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So yeah, but boys, is that an episode of the podcast? That is an app. All right, a mic apps, as you would say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this has been the Linux Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and streaming live on Twitch.tv at Part Time Pretzel. Uh, so yeah, I stream Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Ah, oh, and uh, <laughs> Marcus, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches, and I do art for this podcast. Our theme song, as mentioned earlier in the podcast, was made by Mr. Uh, Plain Burger with Ketchup himself, Ben. Uh, he has his own podcast called Southern Smash. I want to talk about wrestling and we're from the South. And he has his own Twitch stream at the Ben Powell as well. Uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't get under it. I want to be controversial and say, fuck being dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in peace. MF Doom, man. Rest in peace. Hell yeah. Uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans, from New York, that's the Leaningless Podcast, baby. We're out. Peace. Out.